Your news program every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. So nearly 7.39 and we may have seen plenty of mild weather in Korea this winter, but freezing conditions are sweeping Europe and North America. With Russia seeing lows plunge past minus 40 Celsius for the first time in 120 years, dozens of deaths have been linked to the cold snap and it's been a particularly perilous time for refugees seeking shelter in Europe. Let's now head to the South Pole, as you do, to discuss what's going on with Dr. Kim Sung-chung, who's leading the overwintering team of the King Sejong Station in Antarctica. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thanks for uh, inviting me. Great to have you back in the show with us, because last time you were actually here in Korea. Can you first just tell us what you're actually tasked with there in Antarctica? Actually, my main mission is to manage the King Sejong Station uh, uh, stably for the uh, next year and support uh, some visiting scientists for summer season. And uh, in particular this season, the reformation of uh, all the research facilities are on the way, and our overwintering team also need to support them as well. But is this, our main mission. is this research related to climate change or all kinds of things? Yeah, we also conducting some uh, research related to climate change because the, this Antarctic uh, Peninsula where we are located is one of the uh, the biggest, uh, largest warming uh, is going on uh, in the world. So we are monitoring uh, climate change. This is a very ideal location for that. Yeah, well, reports building up to Christmas focused a lot on the other side of the world, uh, saying the Arctic was going through unusually warm weather for the second year in a row, up to 20 Celsius higher than average around Christmas Eve. Has there been any unusual weather in the Antarctic? Yes, this summer season, the temperatures are quite above normal. Uh, however, the pre precipitation and the snow is below normal, so uh, it's quite dry over here, so we're experiencing uh, shortage of water and we have to have some uh, water saving policy uh, right now. And can you just spell out for us how weather conditions at the poles affect the weather everywhere else? Uh, actually, the uh, the warming, uh, for in particular the over the Arctic region, uh, looks like uh, uh, influenced the uh, mid-latitude weather uh, in Northern Hemisphere. Uh, through the, some kind of a telecon connection via uh, uh, the so-called uh, uh, polar vortex, I think you might uh, uh, hear hear before. Yeah. And also, some uh, sometimes uh, this uh, Arctic warming tend to modulate some synaptic scale. Synaptic scale mean like you know high pressure and low pressure system you always hear from the news. This synaptic scale uh, disturbance is uh, occurring, like uh, high pressure and low pressure getting stronger and uh, that gives some very strong wave and that gives some very harsh weather you just mentioned in the earlier part. Which has this knock-on effect, but, but we're seeing these unusually cold conditions from Russia to North Carolina where the temperatures drop below zero in a particularly rare occurrence. It's just five times more than a century. Were you anticipating all that? 
I kind of did that actually because the last uh, uh, autumn and the early uh, early winter uh, last year, the Arctic was quite warmer than normal. Uh, so in that case, uh, regionally, this warm Arctic condition could uh, uh, strengthening the synaptic scale disturbance of this rich, local rich and uh, trop. Rich mean high pressure, trop mean low pressure system. So to this uh, Russia or North Carolina uh, kind of influenced by this kind of uh, modulation due to the Arctic warming. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But the, uh, not through the uh, polar vortex weakening this time because if you look at the Arctic oscillation index, it's not uh, it's not low. It's kind of uh, above normal. So it's not uh, over uh, hemispheric uh, uh, phenomenon. It's it's rather regional uh, regional uh, phenomenon to me. Well, Korea's been pretty mild. Uh, we've hardly had any snow. There was just a little bit in the days after Christmas, but at least in Seoul, um, it's been extremely unseasonably mild at times. Uh, is there any particular reason why we should be going through that when so much of the rest of the world is going through unusually cold conditions? Uh, Korea is uh, more or less... Uh, some, uh, we need uh, some bridge, like uh, through Siberian High. But the Siberian High looks like a strengthened uh, and then the strengthening influence to the Eastern Europe. But the strengthened Siberian High need to propagate to the... Uh, South, southward and southeastward toward the Korea, Japan, and northeastern part of China. But looks like uh, this Siberian high propagation is blocked by some another high pressure system over uh, Tibetan plateau. So that seems to give some uh, milder winter to me. And there was not much snow, even in Gangwon province, when I was there last weekend. And it occurred to me. What, what if it's like this next year when we're building up to the Pyeongchang Winter Olympics will be held in February of 2018? What if it's not wintry enough for the Winter Games? Well, uh, it's too early to say what might happen in, uh, you know, uh, next winter because you need to look at the sea uh, ice condition and also oceanic condition in the Arctic for the uh, coming autumn and uh, early winter season to judge the, uh, what will happen uh, next winter. It's, it's too early to but, say, uh, say something, yeah. Well, we, we can't declare any specific expectations, but it certainly is a curious question, that, that one of uh, Winter Games suddenly not being appropriate for Olympics anymore in the future for that reason. But it, it is now still mid-January. Could we yet be hit by a really cold spell here in Korea? Uh, we cannot totally exclude the possibility of a cold spell over Korea during like uh, February, if there is a weakening of uh, Arctic oscillation or polar vortex. But to me, for January, the Arctic oscillation index uh, looks like it's expected to uh, remain uh, higher than normal. So probably during January, we might have some continuously mild winter as, uh, as before, yeah. Well, reports have naturally linked much of this to man-made climate change, saying it's responsible for all this unusual weather. Um, what do you think of those claims? You know, it, it's not easy to prove the linkage between climate change and the, uh, the unusual weather in recent years. However, to me, the man-made Arctic warming looks like uh, modulate or strengthening 
the ridges and uh, troughs of the weather system that gives some uh, abnormal uh, condition in some particular areas, like you mentioned earlier. Uh, but this is very hard to uh, separate between, you know, man-made or natural variability. So, but um, personally, I strongly believe there is some some role of this man-made climate change contribute to this extreme weather uh, these days. And what does this mean for future seasons around the world? Well, uh, the, the the rapid warming of the Arctic, we call uh, Arctic amplification might give some uh, regionally or sometimes hemispherically extreme colder spells in the future. I mean, and the degree of uh, abnormality or extremity will be uh, stronger and stronger. That, that's, what I'm, uh, uh, that, that's what I'm thinking, yeah. Well, if it starts snowing in Korea in the middle of summer, or if we start getting uh, <laughs> humidity in the middle of winter uh, here, then uh, we'll know that things really have turned around. But, uh, yeah, as I said, if I was part of that Pyeongchang organising committee, I'd be slightly concerned about developments completely out of our hands as human beings. Dr Kim, thank you so much for joining us and I, I hope you're able to amuse yourself down there in the Antarctic. appreciate that. Thanks for having me. Goodbye. Goodbye, Dr Kim Sung-Jung from the King Sejong Station overseeing the overwintering team there. What a role that must be. If you want to get in touch with us right now, do so. Pound a sharp, 1013 for 51 per message.